Hello, Craig. Wait, what did that say? You can bring up something. Oh, the pre-recording. Yeah. All right. I have Audacity up. Do you? Uh, yes. All righty. Ready to record in three, two, one. Record. And for the sync, three, two, one. Sync. Sync. I just realized I haven't even looked at news topics. I got distracted. I didn't really put anything because I figured it was going to be a short show. Works for me. Because from the sound of it, right? I'll just take that off. Yeah, works for me. Because there honestly wasn't a lot this week. There's Diablo Immortal changing gems, so people are pissed at wanting a refund. And 2K is looking to bring back Evolve. Good, good luck to him, I guess. The idea of an asymmetric game works, but Evolve just does it with how it how it was built because it was just if you weren't the monster, it was a you know just hunting the yeah you, know, uh, you know hide and seek for you know what was it fifteen twenty minutes yeah and if you Asymm- caught the monster, it was pretty much dead. Asymmetric gameplay is a good idea. And it sounds easy to do, I think. I think it sounds easy. Oh, but then no, trying it, to build to an asymmetric game... Easy. Well, I think, that, I think that that's something that we, there would be like a, a board meeting, right? For people who don't know anything about game development, they're like, uh, what's this asymmetric multiplayer thing? That way we wouldn't need as many people to keep our servers running? Yeah, that sounds good to me. That doesn't sound so hard. Let's do it. And then the people trying to make and balance the game are like, fuck... Because it, it's extremely like hard DLC to that evolve launched with, huh? Yeah, there are certainly there are major differences between tabletop games and video games, but that is something that, as a a GM who has been running games for years, trying to design encounters for players, because you'll have a group of you know three to six players against like one big boss sometimes that's really hard it's asymmetric you know it is an asymmetric encounter and the one thing that i've i've always found in those games is like unless you get an early edge as you know the the single boss the player count kind of overwhelms you in in tabletop games you know you get the initiative advantage you've just got so many moves that you can make compared to the boss as one but in those asymmetric multiplayer games I think it's it's the power differential that pretty quickly emerges between multiple players versus a single player. Like even if the one player is supposed to be really powerful, if you don't get that balance perfect, then either that one player is going to become an unstoppable juggernaut and they what's the point? Or the four players are going to, you know, or however many are just going to whittle or not whittle, just overwhelm them no matter what. And I think evolve God, why why am I doing this? I think Evolve sat on both sides of that fence during its play. I don't think they ever had it balanced right. And that's why it became a fucking 20-minute game of hide-and-seek every time. Honestly, it just seems like they didn't really have a good idea of where they wanted to put the game. Because they seemed to be wanting to focus on the monster aspect of it. But yeah, only one-fifth of the... Uh, yeah, players in the match is going to be it. So right? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually looking at list of top asymmetric games. And pretty much uh, a good chunk of them are either Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead clones. You know? 
Yeah. Although there is a couple interesting entries in here. Uh, Among Us is uh, one that keeps popping up as a, you know, a different example of it. Which I've actually never played Among Us. I've seen enough gameplay that you know, I know what it is, but never actually played it. Yeah. Uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes is also a really good one. Yep, but it, that's cooperative. So yeah. that that's that helps. Among Us is fine. Mm-hmm. I think I've, I've talked about this before with you. Like, when I'm playing... The, the times that I've played it when I'm playing with, you know, like people from my tabletop group or with my kid and a couple other, you know, of his friends, like that's fine for a little while. But even then it gets boring because it's the same thing. It's just the same thing over and over again. You know, are are you are you the person who gets to try to sneak around and kill people or do you have to go do the boring shit? Like that's that's the game. And with friends, you can make it funny for a while. But then, you know, after maybe an hour tops, it's like, okay, I'm bored. I'm gonna go do something else now. Falls into the uh, the Borderlands conundrum of, like, the game is mediocre at best unless you've got friends, in which case, well, why not do something better with your friends? Ooh, Have you seen... About, I forgot about this one. What? Spy Party. Spy Party? Yeah, okay, so it's a two-player asymmetric... Uh multiplayer game one person is a sniper watching a party of uh, well people uh, in a building across the way uh with a laser uh, uh, sniper rifle and the other person is in the party and they have to complete uh, various missions and the spy at the party has to complete all their missions to win the sniper has one shot to kill the spy so it's the spy watching the laser and trying to do their missions without give, giving themselves away. Yeah. It's very expensive for what it is. It doesn't feel like a $25 game. Never mind the fact that, you know, if you're playing with others, you know, it's, you know, 50 right? Yeah. I mean, that also, sounds like, it, you know... Oh, I'm sorry. And, and also, does it look like it's gotten updated a couple of years? So it's one of those dead early access games. It sounds like an interesting, fun concept. I'll, I'll give it that. It definitely needs to be sold in a multi-pack. What was the one? Uh, was it the ship? Where yeah, they... the ship. Uh, it's kind of asymmetric, but not really. Played the ship in a while. Um, okay. Have you seen? I'm. I'm. I'm, thinking, I'm not sure if I'm going to talk about this on the show proper tonight, or save it for next week. Have you seen much about Scorn? No. Do you know what it is? Um, uh, the feeling and belief that someone or something is worthless. <laughs> Touche. But um, okay. It it recent. Have you seen any memes or any like, I don't know, whatever joking? Saw, like, okay, okay. I saw it pop up on Game Pass, but that's about it. So the uh, meme, like the the meme that I keep seeing, is people like freaking the fuck out at this guy. Like getting on a cross and having his dick sh- dick sucked by a robot. That's that's scorn if you've seen that. And if you haven't, it near the ending, the guy gets on a cross, a thing that's like a cross, and has his Ooh. dick sucked by a robot. It's very strange in a way that like I couldn't turn away. Not just from that one scene. Well, I'm looking at screenshots on Steam and uh, the most popular of all time, and yeah. 
It, it looks like uh, Kojima, like, yeah, decided to do something Cthulhu. Yep. It's uh, heavily inspired by H.R. Geiger's uh, art and sort of monster slash alien designs. And I, I watched, yeah, I sped through. I, I skipped some parts that were like a little too freaky for me. But I watched a playthrough on on the YouTube's, uh, but at, oh, at work yesterday and and today, like I could never play this game. It's too freaky and scary for me. But to like watch a playthrough, kind of on a second monitor, and to skip past some of the creepier stuff, like man, this game is strange. I never want to play it, but I'm glad that games like this exist. You know, for those yeah. who want it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad it exists. Not for me to play, but like I just couldn't. Like I had to know. I had to know what happened in the game, and I read a description or like a, the synopsis of it, and I'm like, I don't understand this. So I watched a playthrough, and I'm not sure I understand it anymore. But boy, did I see some things. Maybe I'll save it for next week to talk about. Well, whatever you talk about, it'll make a good bathroom break for me. It there. There you go. All right. Uh so we're we're just doing October Game Club and telling them that we're playing Sins of Solar Empire for November Game Club. And maybe if uh, it's not too late we'll do our uh, Discovery Cube because it's been a while. It it has been a hot minute. Many many hot minutes. So I'll go ahead and queue up Discovery Cube of the Dubly do. Yep. All right. Beacon ponds could either be short or long, and I'm not sure which. Yeah. I do hear TV trips, beacon ponds for the character list because that's about the best place I've found for it. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't remember all their names. The one time I decided not to mess with you, right? Whoa. I mean, I thought you messed with me by not by not saying or by not leading in. Well, I didn't. I didn't think I was messing with you there. Uh, maybe I start turning into a pumpkin then. The first I thing I did I after I truck was patching. It's been patching this entire fucking time. It sounds like something may have went wrong. Well, I really don't want to reinstall it. <laughs> it's like I downloaded the update, patched it. Downloaded the update, patched it. Fair oh, enough. Maybe I uh, maybe I should just go back to being a squid. You're a squid or now. A kid. You're a kid now. You're a squid. You're a kid. You're a squid. You're a kid. Well, 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 you're well, a you're kind of uh, you're you're kind of getting into Shatner there for a bit. <laughs> you're a squid now. You're a kid now. Indeed. Yeah. So I'm looking at the Sins of a Galactic Empire, which is the mm-hmm. Star Wars Sins of a Solar Empire, Sins of New Eden. Yeah, that's the one I saw. I believe there was a Star Trek one. Although I'm only looking at the latest. Well, Star Trek was never really into combat outside of you know, certain story arcs. Popular all time. Sins of Galactic Empire. Sins of the Prophets. Ooh, Halo. That's interesting. Oh, ooh, I set up my queue for next week. And oh boy, the first game on this one. One of the rare times I could talk about a game that I played. Nice. Maybe. No, 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 no. I see. Oh, here's one. Right, Sins should of... I tell you what it is, just in case it doesn't pop up again? Sure. Torchlight Infinite. Oh, yeah, you didn't like that game. <laughs> that That's an understatement. Yeah. Compared to Torchlight Infinite, 
I liked Skyrim. Uh, that's saying something. Uh, Sins of the Serious Sector, uh, which is a freelancer conversion mod. A freelancer universe conversion mod. Makes me so sad that they never did anything more freelancer. Agreed. Freelancer had so much fucking potential. Although, to be fair, you could do say that for a lot of the 90s uh, uh, space sim shooters that just are dead now. Yeah. I mean, shit, Wing Commander. When was the last time Wing Commander came out? 20, 15, 20 years? Now I'm just double-checking myself. There is not a Star Trek mod. It's not that I see here. Although it could be that there was a mod for one of the older versions of the game. Or I'm just thinking of a completely different game altogether that had a Star Trek mod. It's like the latest one is actually a lot more recent than I thought it was. But that's still 2007. Oh, and that was a, a spinoff on Windows, or sorry, on uh, Xbox Live Arcade, uh, essentially PvP. Kind of, uh, yeah. Not what R- Wing Commander was. Okay, I-, I never saw this game, so. A- it's a 8 on 8 team play or 16 player free for all uh, dogfight space uh, simulator. See? And pretty much just you picked a ship and jumped into battle. So, last true Wing Commander was 97. Damn, I feel old. Yeah. So, is that 25 years? Is my math right on that? 97? Yeah, that's 25 years. So, 15 years for a shitty multiplayer dogfight, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then 25 years for an actual Wing Commander. Yeah, but... Uh, well... EA published it, so who knows who owns the rights to it now. Yeah, right. Yeah, it looks like uh, EA still has the rights to uh, publish the game, so... Damn, the 90s and early 2000s were really good for space shooters, though. Yeah. That, that's a trend I would love to see come back. Can you imagine Freelancer... Or, well, I should say, Freelancer made today by somebody that... that is it going to just get into feature creep and, you know, right? Because <laughs> that's that the be, other thing. Yeah, that because, would be lovely. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I know. Star Citizen's supposed to be that. But Star Citizen, I, I'm, pr- I'm starting to get pretty convinced that it's not going to come out. Or if it ever does, it's not going to be complete because feature creep. Oh, yeah. I was convinced of that a long time ago. I mean, how many deadlines are... Posted release dates have they missed so far? A lot. Quite a few. But hey, people are still buying their star their starship. I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't get how people are buying into Star uh, Citizen at this point. Well, I mean I understand how, yeah, more money than they know what to do with, but there's cocaine. There's uh cheaper alternatives to right? Yeah. <laughs> There's more expensive and or less expensive and more quickly rewarding uh, ways like cocaine, like cocaine. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, I hear you on that one. Yep. All right, Craig. I'm gonna put you to sleep. Good night, Craig. Craig, you're so much better now. So much better than you used to be. I love all the little feedbacks that it gives. I like seeing the recording going. 
gives me that peace of mind that nothing has gone wrong. Then we start uh, talking. Yeah. So far, nothing has went wrong with any of the Craig recordings since he got his big update a couple months ago. But anyways, I, I just I wanted to start Craig to have this story uh, recorded for Frankencontent. So I made my former boss cry by accident. I mean, I wasn't like going up to her and being like, you're a bitch, I'm going to make you cry. But as she was, you know, over the course of the last couple of weeks, my niceness because you're my boss had been dropping off. And her last day was last Wednesday. And there was a small uh, crisis that happened, small emergency that happened. And Anita, the new director, jumped in and took over it, or, you know, took over the situation, because it was probably going to be something we're going to be dealing with in a few days. And she was like, I mean, I'm basically been acting director this last week anyway, so I'll just, I'll do it. And um, Sue Ann, former boss, looks at me and is like, so, aren't you glad you don't have to deal with that? And I, and I said, I mean, it would be stressful, but that's the job. That's the job I, I wanted. And she goes, she looks at me and she goes, do you think you could handle that kind of stress? And I looked at her oh, and I was like, than you. in my head, I was like, fuck it. It's her last day. What's she going to do? Fire me, write me up. So my mouth, my mouth opened for a second and then it closed. Because I was thinking about what I was going to say. And then I then I started talking. I said, listen. You've been my boss for a year and a half. And you are, without doubt, the most incompetent boss I've ever had. You don't know what you're doing half the time. Because you won't listen to us and go get your mental health taken care of. You're an untreated, bipolar person who screams half the time and who talks constantly the other half of the time you're always talking over people you don't listen and i've heard from some of the clients that i've already been seeing that you're not a very good therapist either so could i handle the stress i don't know but i'm pretty positive i do a better job than you and she like she stared at me for a moment. <laughs> she stared at me for for a moment or two and then she it, it was like you know how when a, a small child their face like starts to like crimp up as they're about to cry and their lip quivers. Yeah. She started like crying and she turned around and she walked out the door and this was at two. Yeah. This was like two or two 30 in the afternoon. And she left like that was it. She left. I didn't see her again after that. She came by to get the rest of her stuff over the weekend. Damn. (laughs) She really, she really was. One of the worst bosses I've ever had. I've had bosses who were assholes, and I've had bosses who were incompetent. I had never had an an incompetent asshole for a boss. And I think if she would have just either listened to us or got treatment for whatever her actual problem was, like we all we all assumed she was bipolar because of how bad her mood swings were. But I mean, it could have been something, uh, you know, more more you know, maybe hormonal or maybe related to the fact that she was maybe going through menopause early or something and just wasn't going and getting any of it looked into. I guess menopause would be hormonal too, but you know, it could have been a bunch of stuff. It didn't necessarily just have to be bipolar, but we're mental health people. So we look at everything as like a mental health 
problem that needs a mental health solution. So, yeah, she she had a case of bitch be crazy. Yep, Sarah. Uh, oh, no. She was she was on vacation all last week. Oh no! <laughs> so on Monday when she came in, or when 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 she walked oh, in, no. and, um, we were doing some stuff, and then she walked up to me later and she goes, "I heard you made Sue Ann cry." And she just smiled like there was like a, a smirk. And I'm wow. like, yep, yep. I didn't I didn't do it on purpose, but I kind of come unglued a little bit on her. Like, you know, it, it just got to me. It I had just had enough and she wasn't going to be my boss. Yeah, anymore, just, so yeah, just I just wait. unloaded on her. Just wait till, you know, you don't have to be nice to Sarah. Right. <laughs> Sarah's mad right now. Why? Because Anita and Sarah were like, you know, thick as thieves or whatever. Like, and and Anita is is the RN. She does all of the patient prep. She fixes all kinds of problems that go wrong with like medication stuff and dealing with uh, the pharmacy. And you know, she serves as like a buffer between all the bullshit and the the med providers, the the LPNs, and. She's not going to be doing that anymore. There's a new nurse who's coming in. Uh-oh. And Sarah, I think, thought that Anita was just going to keep doing it. And she was... Why? And, 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 I don't know. I really don't know. And so Anita like told her, like, no, listen, I'm, I'm only doing this stuff, and I'm going to be doing less of it. You're going to have to be doing more of it on your own until the new nurse gets here. She starts well, November 1st. Is it wrong? I hope the new nurse is a minority. <laughs> I hope so too. Actually, uh, not not just for diversity, of course, but also to really fuck with Sarah. Yes. Uh, what 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 does she start? And and a male. Oh, oh, oh I, I don't actually know. I thought you said she, so that's why I said no. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Did I say I? I don't know if the nurse is is male, man, or woman. I might have accidentally said she when I like referring to Sarah or Anita and like accidentally implied the nurse was was female. I don't actually know. The new nurse starts November 1st. Oh, this is going to be fun. I Uh, mean, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to some freaking content in two weeks time. (laughs) Yeah. In all likelihood, it's probably a female. The first day of the uh, new nurse. And, oh, what would be the best minority to, uh, that stereotypically, right? Um, well, we've already got a black person in our office. So probably Hispanic or I've never heard Sarah say anything derogatory towards Asian people. But she okay. has been derogatory towards uh Um What about that one time she was ordering Chinese? Uh, oh shit, you're right, I forgot about that. <laughs> She's more commonly derogatory towards Hispanic people. But I think it's more, you know, just Exposure, you know. Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember exactly what she did when she was ordering Chinese. I remember she was, uh, you know, a real ass to him. We need okay. what we need. No, okay. Here's what we need: a Latino man who's a absolute flaming homosexual. Air than you. Oh yeah. Oh, or a trans person. Ooh. That would be amazing to watch Sarah just clown melt. Dad? Oh, yeah, my 10 gay clown dads. Twist. that That's the new nurse, my 10 gay clown dads. 
they are a gestalt entity. I would say a uh, gay Asian would be fun. Yeah, a gayian. I'll uh, I'll see myself out now. But yep, that's that's the story of how I made my boss cry. I mean, I want to be perfectly uh, frank. I I don't really care what minority or if it's a minority. It's more to make Sarah uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I made Sarah uncomfortable today. I saw a, a new new to me client, a transfer from my former boss. Oh boy, who is? Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to get this right. Essentially, they are uh, a an a gender asexual person teenager um who wears masks all the time and has been since the covid time started but wears masks indoors outdoors i think that's partly an anxiety thing and i would like to to discuss like getting that a little more under control because they are wearing masks everywhere even at home all the time so I, I think it's beyond just a little little bit more of just like, I don't want to get sick, but like, mm, I think that there's like either some trauma there or some severe anxiety response. But anyways, so a very, very queer person, both queer in the modern context and in the old school context of just like strange. Mm-hmm. And Sarah was like, yeah, you got to she's just confused, like, you know, misgendering. But Sarah's like, yeah, she's just confused. She's just oh, a confused boy. teenager. Like she, Sue Ann couldn't oh, oh, talk oh, oh, any oh, oh, sense oh, oh, into oh, her, but maybe you could. Oh, did she say? Oh, she just needs Jesus. No, actually, she didn't this time, but she will. I'm sure she will. So, you know, the 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 person uh, comes into my office, and and we have the therapy session, and they came in very nervous and a little skittish because they weren't sure what to expect. Um, I heard some horror stories about about my former boss, which don't surprise me, but I had you know no proof about whether or not my my former boss let her uh uh prejudices show during therapy but they did oh boy but anyways um you know we came out laughing and having a good time and sarah was like oh you really connected with her and i was like oh you mean glitch <laughs> and sarah goes what and i said yeah that's that's the name that they prefer to use is glitch and sarah goes jared you you ain't right I said, well, yes, well, but not in all, the way that you mean right now. <laughs> and I, I like I gave her a little pat on the shoulder and then like I walked well, past I her. I so hope and I know this is me being an asshole, but what the hell? That whenever Sarah leaves that job, you get five minutes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You get just five minutes to just unload. I don't know if I have an unload on Sarah as much. I have many problems with Sarah and Sarah knows about the problems that I have with her. I don't feel the same level of needed to like keep my cards close to my chest on that one. Like on a, I guess you could say hierarchical level, Sarah and I are even We're um, we're the same level as far as insurance and everything is concerned. Um, and you know, she's got her clinical supervisor and I've got my clinical supervisor. We each basically do whatever we want, as long as we're not doing things that are illegal or just generally bad. Like if previously Sue Ann or now Anita is like, listen, I need you guys to do something. Then she's the center director. We 
need to do it. But also, really, if we wanted to push back enough and contact our clinical supervisors, we wouldn't even have to do what Anita told us right away. So I have never, like, I've always felt unequal footing. That's where things are different for me. I have to do what Anita tells me. That's that's very true. But, um, you know, the um, once I got to know everybody and felt a little more sort of part of the group, I stopped keeping anything hidden with any of them about that stuff. And so Sarah knows that I have a great disdain for her, uh, how outwardly hateful she is. But just like I've said to you and on the show before, like, you know, for as nasty as she can be, she's very good at the medical portion of her job. And I do trust her medical opinion on things and her knowledge of medication. Like, she's very good at that. Credit where credit's due. Like, she is good at her job. That part of her job. She also doesn't know the first goddamn thing about technology. (laughs) Not a thing. I bet she knows how to uh, get Fox News. She knows how to yell for me to come help her. <laughs> Be sitting there with my door open. I'll have one earbud in listening to some music, typing some notes. Jared! Fix it! And then I'll yell down the hall, What'd you do to your computer now? Jared, well, somebody, uh, just come so, fix it! Somebody said Trump uh, needs my help and I had to download something for it. Right. No, nine times out of ten, a simple you unplugged the thing by accident or your, uh, you know, you resized your text or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you accidentally mashed control while you were scrolling and it zoomed in on the screen or vice versa. I did. I did the old person thing. Uh, <laughs> I set up a second monitor for her and set its resolution to like. I don't know, something ridiculous for the modern era, like not even 720p so that everything was massive on the screen. (laughs) She was like, oh, thank you. I can see now. Like, don't use that screen for anything other than like whenever you need to pull up notes and read text and stuff. That fixed a lot of my problems. She's like, I can't read it. I don't remember how to make it bigger. Ounce of prevention. (laughs) All right. Yep. Tomorrow, speaking of prevention, tomorrow I'm going to get a flu shot and my next COVID booster. Yeah, I'm very likely just going to grab my flu shot while I'm at the doctor tomorrow. Yep. I'm, I'm although, going to the doctor after lunch. I don't think I'm going to get a COVID booster because I don't think I'm eligible for one since I'm not in healthcare. Yeah. But, this will be my third booster, I think. Yeah, third booster. So, yeah, uh, you got all the uh, yeah, uh, new DNA. All the right. new DNA, all you're the up Gs. To, you're up to, like, 200 G. Right? I like how we both went for that joke. Uh, but, yeah, all the Gs. Yeah, I very nearly got... Uh, they had, uh, uh, at this one booth at the con, uh, they had, like, this mega just, you know... Uh, uh, pin booth of just you know uh, enamel uh, pins uh, from uh, I want to say probably twenty different artists, and I very nearly got one that said I got my Fauci ouchie. <laughs> uh, and the same artist also had five G enabled. 
That's cute. I got my uh, my 3D printer and I got it set up. Mm-hmm. I've done two prints. I did the test print mm-hmm. that you're supposed the, the to do. Rook to, thing. The Rook thing. Uh-huh. I did the test print. I, I, I watched the thing about uh, resin printing, so I know what you're into. Yeah. And then That's I printed. Neat. It's very neat. It's stinky. Mm-hmm. It's much more stinky than I realized. So I think eventually I'm, I can't do this for a while because I don't have the space out there for it. But mm-hmm. eventually I'm going to put all this stuff in the garage. Because my garage doesn't have any windows, so as long as I don't open the garage doors, no sunlight will get uh, in. Nate's got to just that uh, you're in the middle of printing something, and he just opens up the garage door and leaves it open. Right. No, nobody's ever in the garage except me, unless they're going to get something out of the chest freezer. Mm-hmm. Which would but, be a change of uh, pace for Nate. Right. But And then I printed a, uh, a U-Wing from Star Wars. Mm. Um, that was my first like detailed quote-unquote detailed model print i'm i'm learning what i'm doing i've been learning how to use the uh, it's called chit chitu box chitu box where that you can import the the 3d yeah, the slicer yeah the slicer and so i've been i've been uh, like i said messing, i watched the video right i've been messing with that and learning how to use it and i'm not going to be doing like single prints on the plate for much longer because it takes i mean it's pretty wasteful in terms of time and effort you really want to get yeah depending on the type of printer that you have it's between like a second and 10 seconds per slice yeah it took seven hours to print the the star wars u-wing i think it took two and a half hours to print the rook Mm -hmm. so but because it prints the entire print plate as a a a layer at a time no matter what you can load up stuff and it doesn't increase the print time unless you print higher requiring mm-hmm. more slices. Or I guess if you change your layer thickness. Yeah. Uh, but so I, like I was looking and arranging the print plate, I can get for my size printer, I can get comfortably four like BattleTech minis with their mm. necessary supports on a plate. And it says it'll only take about three hours to print. And I mean, it's the same for one versus all four models on there. So, yeah, because that's the thing is that it's not like a an extrusion printer. It's right. Yeah. Where the print head has to move around. Yeah. The video I saw it basically says that there's like an LCD in uh, uh, that's used as a mask and it's just an ultraviolet that uh, light that. Uh, cures the resin uh, per layer. Yep. Like I said, I, I figured you were going to be talking about it tonight, so I looked into it a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I think tonight I was, you know, other than what I just said here, I was going to say on the show, like, I got a 3D printer that I'm learning how to use. It's complicated, and it's costing me more money than I realized it would. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, person, uh, I, I have no idea if it's the same video you watched to kind of get into it, but Kind of went over uh, a quick thing, and it was, you know, the printer is a few hundred, and resin, depending on, you know, what type of resin you're getting, and right? Yeah. I watched several of those, you know, getting started type videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and some stuff that I was like, I can just build that, or I can do without that. I'll be fine at first. One, it costs almost as much to build any of the stuff mm-hmm. for this as it does to just buy it. Yeah, the the one I watched, uh, 
the final curing thing that he does instead of a chamber that he has like you have or are getting. He just has a little UV light that he shines on it, that like a flashlight. Yeah. But he was also just doing small things, so. But, um, you know, it was only slightly more to buy some of those things. And then mm-hmm. after doing a couple of prints and cleaning them off and cleaning the mess, I'm like, oh, nope, nope. I definitely see why everyone, even though they don't say you need them, I see why everyone's using tubs for stuff. I see why everyone has these big, like, essentially, like, lunch tray type yeah, setups. And Yeah, the one I watched uh, was... Uh, uh, he had like little plastic trays. Yeah, and the ones that he had fit like right under the rim of the uh, printer, so you could get right up on it. Makes sense. Yep. I mean, you're basically yeah moving vats of you know uncured uh, plastic around. So, all right. Yep, pretty much. Um, but you know, I and I'm messy. I'm very, I'm very messy. I almost dumped the whole vat of resin in the floor. Oh, God. So <laughs> that, I didn't. That's expensive. I didn't, thank fucking Christ. I mean, not terribly expensive. Uh, it's it's on... about, the resin that I bought is about $20 a liter. I know there's different brands and price mm-hmm. points, but I just was like, this is the one that they recommend. I'm just going to start with that one until I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would definitely set that one up on subscribe and save and put it in the grocery store. <laughs> Yeah. If I was doing it, but I don't have the space for it. Yeah. Looks neat, though. It has been a lot of fun so far. I spent Mm -hmm. way too many hours in Chitabox playing with the slicing and figuring out how to do Mm -hmm. supports and stuff. I love shit like that. This might eventually prompt me to learn how to do 3D modeling. That's that's a long way down the road, but it it could happen. I did some 3D modeling back in the day, but it's been oh so long uh, since I've done it. Yeah, I mean, I would be at a slight advantage, uh, you know, having some experience, but yeah, right. Yeah, it's been a good time. My uh, although, who was it that said this to me? Somebody I was talking to today. I think it was just one of my clients. Actually, I think that's. Um, but I was talking about it and they're like, you know what you sound like? And I said, what? And they said, a vegan who just discovered veganism. I laughed. I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm extolling the virtues of 3d printing stuff. I would say that's not completely true because you're not talking shit about people that are using paper printers. True. True. Plants. Fools. Because that's one thing is it? Uh, you know, a vegan will get on you for, you know, oh, you had cheese on your sandwich today? Do you know what they do to those poor cows? Hell yeah. Yeah, lucky bastards. Yeah, they don't have to live anymore. I do want to get an extrusion oh, was, printer, too. Well, I was talking about the milking apparatus. Oh. I've got my own milking apparatus. Oh, my. But I do want to get an extrusion printer later. But for what I wanted to start with, resin printing was mm-hmm. was for me. Just because my primary thing that I want to start with is printing and painting models. I really I want to do that with King. He enjoys it. I enjoyed it. And I you know I want to get all the BattleTech minis and you know <laughs> multiples of them. And fuck paying Catalyst Game Labs. I mean they're fine. I don't 
I'm sure they've done they, something bad, but I don't know it. Yeah, they get to uh, check out the demo, but I hate to even think how much uh, minis are for Battletech. Uh, not too bad. I mean, compared to Warhammer, anything's not too bad. They're, they do sets occasionally that are really reasonably priced. You you can buy lances mm-hmm. or stars if it's Intersphere or Clan, and you'll get either four or five mechs for 25 bucks for a set, which is not mm-hmm. bad. Um, But if you're not, then they do what they call salvage crates, mm-hmm. which are essentially blind box draws that mm-hmm. you just buy a box and you get whatever's inside. And those are... Um, unless they're on sale, they're usually 12 bucks a pop. And then they have the box rule be, sets. That, that would be an interesting you know, way to do a campaign. Yeah. I, there are people who have done that. They'll they'll buy, who, everybody who's playing, they'll buy their army's worth of blind boxes and open them up the first night of the campaign, and that's mm-hmm. their lance composition. Maybe have, like, one extra just to swap out if you got, like, everything terrible. Yeah. But, um, and then they they have the ones that come with the big box rule sets. So you get, they have minis that are exclusive to the different box rule sets. Which, you do get more than just the miniatures in there, but if you've, I mean, you get all the rules for free. They just give away PDFs of the rules on you know, Catalyst Game Labs, like the the Battletech, the people who own Battletech, just give the rules away. Yeah, because, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, suckering in with all the miniatures. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, on the one hand, that can be a lot of money. On the other hand, compared to, like, Warhammer, um, 40k minis and stuff like that, you're, you're spending a hundred bucks on, like, starter sets, and people will spend thousands to get an entire army. Mm-hmm. But 3D printing them, I mean, I've got the initial setup cost of the printer, but I'm going to do more than just print Battletech minis. But average, according to the slicer tool, it gives you like an average cost. So you can put in like your resin and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's costing me like 90 cents a mini. To well, that's print not them. counting uh, electricity, of course. No, that's true. That's not counting electricity. That's just counting the materials. But I don't know. I, I would have to do, I'd, I would have to look up how much power it draws to figure out how much electricity it's costing me. Yeah, but I, you know, it can't be that much. No, I couldn't I can't imagine it, you know, costing that much. And again, that cost would be uh reduced at least the power cost because you're doing the same thing every time. No matter how much you put print on a plate, there would probably be a slightly more or maybe less. I don't know. I I mean it's masking, so it's shining the UV light the whole time. So I feel like it would be less, like much more efficient to print multiples uh, at a time. But, you know, let's just say I'm looking at like two bucks a mini to to print them versus spending 10 bucks a pop or, you know, buying the boxes, you know, five or six bucks a pop. That's pretty good, pretty good savings. And I've got a, a toy that I can play with and do stuff and make other interesting things. So, yeah, there, there's all that Franken content. Yeah, and one thing I saw that popped up was also be able to use it for to uh, to make positives to make vacuum form molds for other things as well. 
Yeah, I've seen people talk about that. I don't know if I'll get into that, but I can't say that I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, start scheduling myself better on Thursdays. Also, bye-bye. <laughs> well, coffee is always the answer, right? Coffee is always the answer. And the question is, do you want coffee? Let's see what next Tuesday looks like. My schedule's already finalized for the next like three weeks or four weeks, something like that. Oh, mm-hmm. login failed. Fuck you. <laughs> Qualifax Corp. They've been having so many problems the last two weeks. I don't know they're doing a major update or something, and the whole thing keeps crashing. Next week on Tuesday, let's count. One, two, uh, three, uh, four, uh, uh. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So we're down from 11 to 10. I actually had more today that a couple of my outpatients didn't show up. I had uh, 12, 13. 13 total today. If everyone had shown up, it was just 11, though. So, yay. Definitely makes the day go by really fast. Yeah, something else that makes the day go fast is getting uh, sprayed with onion juices. Mm, Delicious. Delicious onion juices. Yeah, nature's pepper spray. Nature's pepper spray is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, that was dinner tonight. Was uh, I made uh, risotto? That's that. It sounds great. You talked about it that on Sunday. You're gonna make your risotto. Yeah, I did it today. Uh, I had to add a bunch more cream than usual because I may have added you know my leftover cheese from pizza night. <laughs> yeah. So uh, instead of a nice creamy risotto, it was like wallpaper paste in there. <laughs> Because instead of, like, one ounce of uh, cheese, I added, like, four. Oh, okay. Time to start watering this down. Right. By watering it down, I mean, yeah, the absolute worst <laughs> version of milk I got to have, right? Yeah. Skim milk. Milk that's lying, at, or water that's lying about being milk. <laughs> You've seen all of Parks and Rec, right? Oh, no. Uh, it got taken down when I was trying to watch it. Okay. Uh, I I started to watch it and it was uh, and I got to notice this show will be going off. Uh, I think it was Netflix uh, was where I was watching it. Netflix or Hulu, one of the two, will be uh, leaving uh, uh, this uh, platform at the end of the month. There's no way in hell I'm going to get through this show in that time. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Do the best that you can, or just give up and watch something else, or that. Also, bye-bye.